Hey, hey friends, it's Kimberly here with Specialty Care Management and Reiki and Coaching. It's a wonderful day in my neighborhood. So uh, if you don't, my mom's been in the hospital and she is home now. So I am, I am a very happy lady. But it's interesting. So, <clears throat> and different conversations I've been having. We've been talking about, you know, how do you get to this place where everything's okay? And then all of a sudden it's not which is a lot like what I hear in, uh, in the term, in, in the realm of dialysis. As a matter of fact, I was just talking with a colleague and he was sharing with me that a lot of times in his conversations with brokers, he's not hearing about uh, much about dialysis. As a matter of fact, he mentioned a conversation he'd had where, you know, we talk about often about these high cost, catastrophic claims associated with dialysis. And in particular, he had a conversation where um, uh, a broker mentioned that you know we don't we just we don't see crazy costs for dialysis like that, and it's interesting because again, just in talking about the costs of dialysis, it's a lot that it's the same situation where everything's okay until it's not right, and emergencies never really seem to happen when you're ready for them. That's why they hit you. That's why they take away your breath because you're not you're not really prepared for it. You're not ready for it. And a lot of times as we see this happen in the realm of dialysis in that, as I've often talked about, it's a largely monopolistic market. You have two main players, Davida and Fresenius, that own over 70% of the market, right? So over 75, almost 75% of the market. So that means that there's a quarter of the folks out there who are probably receiving their dialysis at a little independent facility and probably have, you know, uh, an okay rate. But keep in mind that market consolidations often hit and they don't usually give you a warning, right? So that happens where some of those little independents, maybe the little independent that your member is receiving dialysis in and that little independent center gets bought out by the conglomerate. And then all of a sudden overnight, that claim that was fairly palatable now is um, takes your breath away and is a real threat to the livelihood of a business. Especially in this morning, I had a conversation with a delightful uh, broker uh, and we were talking about you know kind of that, that same concept and how, you know, oftentimes... You know, we just, we're kind of on a cruise. We we think everything is going okay, and then we wonder what happened. And for some of these smaller or mid-sized companies, you have one or two folks that go on dialysis. I have seen that close doors. I have seen that shut businesses down. And then it's not just one member that's been lasered or that, you know, has, it's not just one family that suffers. It hurts a whole community. Um, especially, I have a soft spot for your more rural parts of the country, especially in a rural area. You have a you have a business that shuts down because of that, and that's awful. And it's shocking to me. Well, I guess it's not shocking anymore, but it should be. Um, how many folks that experience bankruptcy? Often, most of the time, that's due to uh, medical reasons for for things like that. So when we talk about that unpredictable nature, how everything's okay, and then all of a sudden it's not. It's usually because 
you've missed the warning signs that come before, right? So in terms of that dialysis member, that member who all of a sudden blows to dialysis didn't just overnight develop kidney failure. At least we know that that's the case unless they have you know, a crazy septic infection or they're hemorrhaging to death and all their organs are shutting down. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about the majority of folks that develop end-stage kidney disease. They don't blow to dialysis. It's there. It's just that you didn't see it coming. And that's really important to remember that most people who have kidney disease with really low kidney function, they don't know it either. It's not being brought up. There's a whole lot of reasons for that. And I know I've talked about that before. If you have questions, you want to do a deeper dive. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. I'll even go through your labs with you. You call me anytime. You want to talk kidneys? I'm your girl. But so your members, they don't know that they're at risk either. And that's why your claims are so important. These folks that become the biggest spend for your group and that become the sickest, it doesn't happen magically, right? It happens over years. So uh, it, I've watched that happen to my own, my own folks, right? Things happen. Depression is a big player in our comorbids um, and especially in an environment right now mental health is getting a lot of press um, which I'm happy about it should <clears throat> because this drives everything this drives everything that we that we think about which eventually comes out in a behavior if I don't think well of myself it's really hard to bring any energy for a workout if I don't think I'm worth anything it's really hard for me to invest in uh, maybe a class or to invest in, you know, quality food or a personal trainer or whatever it is I need to be healthy. Um, it's hard for me to do those things, right? And oftentimes, uh, depression and things uh, affect how we eat. Either people will stop eating or they'll eat too much. Um, and sometimes uh, uh, diabetes also plays a role. So if we go in talking about obesity, obesity plays a role in uh, diabetes, which is the number one driver for kidney disease, plays a role in that. It's a lot harder. If you think about how obesity comes into play, uh, it's multifactorial as all things are. We're not little vacuums and your body systems are not little vacuums that work independently of each other. They're a very cohesive system and each one affects the other. So if we just look at just having extra flesh means that my body has to work harder to maintain that. My heart has to work harder. My pancreas has to work harder. It, it More flesh requires more insulin to feed it. So it's not uncommon for folks to uh, who uh, pack on a little extra weight or a lot of extra weight and that they end up with this diabetes where this obesity has led them to develop diabetes. Or for folks who are developing type 2 diabetes, uh, it's not uncommon for that to be made worse, right? Because what happens with diabetes is that either you don't have enough insulin or insulin is really slow to respond. It's tired and there's a big demand placed for more and more insulin by more flesh or more food or, you know, sodas or whatever it is, more, right, requires more, 
and it's really hard for that those tired little insulin waitresses and waiters that I describe. It's hard for them to come and handle that because they're not enough of them or, or they're on crutches, right? And they can't respond quickly. Consequently, our cells are dying of starvation. They might be swimming in a sea of sugar, but they can't get it, right? Because there's just not enough to go around. And then you get in this vicious cycle. And so what happens by the time insulin gets its job done, it's fed the cells that needed to be fed and it's packed away the extra in the pantry. And then we get in this circle, what, came, what comes first? You know, does it matter? Let's just fix it. Let's just work to reverse it. And so a lot of times people think, you know, everything's fine until it's not. Well, chances are just as in kidney disease with diabetes, it's the same way. People might have a touch of sugar for years and then all of a sudden they get a diagnosis. If they don't know what to watch for and they don't know and they don't understand that this touch of sugar or this pre-diabetes is diabetes and needs to be treated the same way with diet and exercise and proper sleep, right? That they can turn that around before they end up on a medication. Just because you're not on a medication for something doesn't mean you don't have it. Right, So if you are at risk for diabetes and you have a touch of sugar and you're not on a medication, it doesn't mean that all's hunky-dory. It means it's coming for you. And everything that comes, diabetes has a lot of friends. Diabetes ha, brings with it heart disease, brings with it high blood pressure, brings with it cholesterol, brings with it joint problems, brings with it inflammation, brings with it liver disease, brings with it dry skin and hair, brings with it infections, brings with it amputations and kidney disease and dialysis. So between you and me, don't want those buggers for my friends. Don't need it. No, thank you. I'll skip on the diabetes, <laughs> right? Because it brings a lot of stuff with it. And so a lot of these folks who, you know, all of a sudden become the big spend for your groups. If you look back through their history, what you'll find is that they were talking to you all along. You just missed the message. And that's what we call our emerging risk. That's the whole value of our Health Reach 360 program. And the Health Reach 360 program works to identify those folks. Who is going to become your biggest spend before they become your biggest spend? That's the value of a program like that. And like I was having a conversation with this with a, a beautiful lady this morning, we were talking about the same con the same concept. If you really want to have an impact on overall cost and health of your population or yourself as an individual, don't get sick. Don't let these things happen. So you have to be watching for them. You have to be aware of them before they pop up. So in emerging risk, these are your folks that have, usually they're under five grand in your spend. They have three or four comorbids, right? So three or four different chronic conditions like diabetes, like maybe asthma, like high blood pressure, like cholesterol. Remember diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, cardiovascular disease, coronary artery disease, they're all, they they all come to the same party. You invite one of them, you're typically they're all going to follow. Doggone it, right? So there are those kinds of folks. They have three or four comorbids, 
and we're seeing they have gaps in care. These are not the folks that want to participate in your wellness program because there's nothing wrong, right? They don't feel bad yet. They will. They absolutely will. These are your folks with sleep apnea that don't know it, but they're tired all the time. You see, your body and your members' bodies, our bodies are talking to us all the time. They're telling us, our bodies are telling us what, what we need. Sometimes, just as with your members, I'm sure for you too, sometimes we don't hear it because we're busy in the day, we're getting things done, we have a lot of demands on us, and nothing hurts yet, or it's not bad enough yet, right? And so what we want to do is get ahead of that. If you want to know more about our Health Reach 360 program, it's very robust because we really, truly engage with those members in a very personal way in a helping professional relationship to really help go to where they are and not just educate these members. These, these folks have probably been educated to death. They don't want it. They've heard it. They know it. What they don't know is how to incorporate it, how to make it personal, how to make it practical. How do I eat healthy when I'm gone all day long? How do I find time to exercise when this is my life? Where am I going to find? Where am I going to carve out 30 minutes? Right? So the nurse coach is incredibly skilled at not only educating members, but really personalizing that educating and helping them uncover the strategies that are gonna work for them to create a meaningful behavior change that's sustainable and realistic for their personal situation that's gonna drive them to a different and a better place. That's where the ROI comes in. That's where we have people that say, oh my gosh, I haven't felt this good in years. I've had folks tell me I've never felt this good. I can't believe this stuff works. My doctor tells me he doesn't know what I'm doing, but to keep doing it. I know what they're doing. And now you know what they're doing too. They're working with a good nurse coach. Our Health Rate 360 program has the capacity to really help get ahead of some of these horrible things like dialysis, even cancers. You know, we can look at those folks who are at risk for cancer. How do we help them? Uh, make sure that they're reducing that risk and that they're they're having those screenings that can identify that earlier. We know today cancers are more curable than they have ever been as long as they're caught early, right? And again, just like we know our bodies are talking to us all the time, sometimes we miss those. So ask me questions. Health and wellness and mitigating risk in a holistic manner. It's our favorite thing to talk about here at Specialty Care Management and really helping you bring the robust programs and cost savings that your groups are desperate for. Make it a great day. Bye, friends.